The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Who do you know who has the coolest job? And uh, what is that? I think, and I think a lot of people might think, that our next guest has a pretty cool job. She may hold this title. For the past three years, Joy Lacken has been the Rundle Park goat coordinator that's right the goat coordinator and joy joins us in studio hey joy hi what an intro thanks yeah there you go um goat coordinator is just fun to say when you tell people that you're the goat coordinator what uh what do they say to you i think a lot of a lot of people that ask me what it is i do out there um, but really it's with a breath of excitement for sure when people ask me about my, my job at the city. Here. Is it a full-time job? It is a full-time job. It's not a permanent position because the project is a three-year pilot, yes. but, uh, but I, it's a full-time <laughs> gig. It's awesome. So three years ago, a posting went up looking for a GOAT coordinator, and you thought to yourself... I want to do this. Take me back. That take me back to those days. Yeah, I mean, when I when I saw the posting for this position, um, who wouldn't be excited to apply <laughs> on something like this? And it has just been a really great and valuable experience for me. I've learned so much. I've got to work very closely with our shepherds, Jeanette Hall and and Dan Vandenberg. I've learned a lot about the hustle of their operation, managing. Uh, hundreds of goats, really, and it's, it's been a great, great experience. So as the goat coordinator, you're not out there at Rundle Park with the goats being the shepherd and herding them. Ah, no, I'll clarify. So my role uh, with the city is to manage the contract, which and our contracts are the shepherds that are out there. I also um, manage the the public engagement side of things and and the the, the public education pieces. So yeah. we've got. We've been really lucky to have public tours and meet and bleed events. Um, that meet and bleed. Meet and bleeds. <laughs> yes. And on average, uh, 1,500 people come out to these events and just show their support for a program like this. So it's been, it's been a really fun ride with this <laughs> Meet and bleed right there. That's some of your goat sounds right there. So meet and bleed. Um, and so how many goats were there there? Uh, well, in 2017... The, we started with 175 goats. Um, now we're up to 400 <laughs> goats, about 400 in the, on site. And uh, I always tell people you can count by like starting with the white ones and then the darker ones and then counting the speckled ones. But uh, you'd never guess there's 400. They pod together really well and, and they're managed. Uh, s- so did you buy well. new goats or did they just have a whole bunch of sexy time? <laughs> That's a good question. I think um, as as there's more demand for this type of programming, our shepherds uh, expanded their business. Okay. Yeah. And did the goats stay in Rundle Park like overnight, every night, like, or, or were they taken away every day? It is a twenty-four-seven experience out there. Our shepherds do stay on site with the with the goats, and there's a number of guardian dogs as well as shepherding dogs that stay with them. Uh, the guardian dogs provide some protection from coyotes and predators and uh, throughout the nights. And yeah, it's twenty-four-seven. What have What have you learned about goats over the past three years? I have learned so much. I have learned. 
learned, though, uh, something that I didn't know before, that goats are extremely trainable and they are highly intelligent, similar to um, to that of dogs. And Jeanette Haller Shepherd even says that um, they have the personality of a cat, but trainability of a dog. I'm going to get you to put the headphones on again, sure. okay? And uh, because uh, this was a clip from uh, a- an interview with you um, a-, a while back. Take a listen. They're charismatic animals and they, they have a lot of personality. I was amazed at how they're able to focus on task and take direction from the from the shepherd. They're charismatic and have a lot of personality. They are. It's how true. so? Yeah, so the goats begin... I, so I, I do get to spend some time on site with the shepherds, and they've been so kind to let me, you know, hang out right in the center <laughs> of the herd, and the goats will start to recognize you. Uh, in 2017, I, I would say I was friends with a goat named Snowflake, uh, and this goat <laughs> would come and sort of... Uh, uh, jump next to me or even they kind of um, bounce off of your your legs as yeah. you're standing yeah. so yeah you know it's it's similar I, I guess I would explain it what resonates the most is people have these experiences with dogs and I think it's similar in that I've way. always joked that I want a goat for my backyard Who I've doesn't? got a fairly big backyard but I ca- can can they be nasty can goats be nasty uh, you know I haven't experienced uh, any nasty behavior I but you know what is ex- uh, interesting is uh, we have a lot of public participation yeah. in, this pro- in this project, and I always have people who have stories about goats. Yeah. People can relate to goats on a level, and um, a lot of people who now live in Edmonton come from rural backgrounds yeah. or, or have immigrated here and have had experiences with goats and from different locations, and I've had a lot of stories told to me around goats sort of headbutting them or yeah. that sort of thing. I haven't really had those exper- negative experiences with goats, but... And go- goats have the freaky eyes, don't they? I, you know, people... People seem to think that the eyes are freaky, but I, I disagree completely. <laughs> I don't think they're freaky at all. I think, you know, I, I've really taken a liking to goats. I really like goats. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I would say, I don't know that it's even more than when I started. I think I've always liked goats, so... Um, I, I just get to spend a little bit more time. With get that. to spend a little bit more time. Now, <laughs> growing up, were you around goats at all? Uh, I did grow up in a rural town mm-hmm. uh, where my mom had backyard chickens and there were... In Alberta? Uh, sorry, I grew up in southern BC in a small town called Sparwood. Yeah. And so uh, there's there's a lot of farmer's fields around those areas. So I had uh, more experiences with more livestock operations <laughs> at that point. But... Um, uh, you know, I, I hadn't grown up with goats, that's for sure. Okay. I, have, I wasn't embedded in this sort of... Uh, my, my experience now is more than I've ever had. Okay, so Joy, did you actually spend uh, overnights out with the shepherds in Rundle Park at any time? No. Okay. No, I haven't spent the nights. I've been out there in the evenings just... Uh, uh, you know, checking out the herd, but we've had a, a pretty, um, you know, there hasn't been much need for me in the in the evenings or even throughout the night, so that's more the shepherd's role. Yeah. So if people were were to come to Rundle Park, can they get up close and personal with the goats? Yeah, yeah. We what well, we ask that people are respectful as they view the goats. Mm-hmm. They're really there to to, to to work to work and eat noxious weeds. That's really <laughs> what what they're there to do. Um, less to. <laughs> You know, <laughs> not exactly to be you know, petted or yeah. or interacting with public. It's not a zoo. Level. Yeah, exactly. So, so um, <laughs> you know, there there are multi-use trails that surround the location, and people can view goats from all of, of those trails. But we ask that you know you respectfully view the goats. Had, did any of the goats get away? Um, did they go on the lamb? <laughs> you know, the goats. We uh, we did have some. 
the shepherds had some uh, kids, baby goats, yeah. in the beginning of the season, and they they can sort of get out of the fence enclosures. Okay. They don't go too far because they want to stay close to the milk and that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, at one point, uh, I was definitely involved in 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 corralling the baby goats back into Oh, that's just a crappy job right oh, there, yeah. right? It's so cute. Uh, come on. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, a lot of us, if we've gone out to, to, to BC, we've stopped at that place. What is it at uh, where the goats on the roof place is? Where is that? Where is that? I can't, you, I can't hear you. In Coombs, British Columbia, yeah. Have, did, have you ever gone out to that place? I've never. So as you're driving out, like, I think it's, you know, Parksville, you're out towards... Parksville-ish, and you're driving out there and out towards Nanaimo and that sort of stuff. There's a place called Goats on the Roof, and it's it's like a tourist trap store, and there's literally goats walking around, and the store is built into a grassy knoll type thing, and, and there's there's goats all over the place, and everyone stops and takes their pictures with these goats. There's something about goats that people... I can't even believe that we're talking about goats on the radio. So this was initially... like there was, there's, there's a serious side to this as well. I mean, this pilot project to eat noxious weeds. Um, did Rundle Park have a, an overgrowth of noxious weeds? Absolutely, yes. The park was uh, known to have high populations of leafy spurge, Canadian thistle, and common bird. Dock, as well as toad flax came up later on in our mm. in our research. So, um, yeah, the park was known to have a noxious weed problem, which made it a perfect place for the pilot. It also is a, a is known to have uh, really challenging terrain, so you can't really uh, ask people to manage some of the locations. And so, what we were able to find through this pilot is that goats are the the right animal for the job. They can they can navigate the harsh slopes and and the terrain of, of Rundle Park quite they're, well. They're like weed garbage. They just, like, pack it in, don't they? Oh, yeah. They love eating. <laughs> For sure. How much would they go through a day? Uh, the average goat would eat about 10 pounds of vegetation per day. So they, with 400 out there, they can definitely put a dent in, uh, in, in weed population. Okay, so what happens now? It's, um, the pilot project is wrapping up here in the next couple of weeks, right? That's correct. And then, so you take a look at things and then decide whether it's going to continue? Yeah, well, we're working with our partners from Olds College, and they're carrying out the research for this for this project. Yeah. So uh, we're slated to have that at uh, that research back by the end of end of the year. Um, by that point, we'll have a final report. Um, we'll <laughs> we'll have some people uh, from the city review that, and and really the 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 future of the program will will lie on what that research and that final uh, report says. How much does this cost uh, the city to do? Yeah, so annually uh, the cost of the 10 hectares of yeah. area that we manage in Rundle Park is about $32,500 uh, as a as that's what we pay to our contractor. Um, How much would it cost to 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 weed it to have someone out there trying to cut this down? Ah, so that is a good question. Because of the terrain of Rundle Park, yeah. it is a difficult area to mow. Like you couldn't <laughs> yeah. really get machinery okay. in some of the locations. Some of the locations you could, but as you move north, um, you really you have a you have an extreme slope that you're dealing with, and that's really tough to manage uh, with any type of machinery. So you'd have to have someone with a a, a weed. A whacker, yeah, yeah. So that, that that adds up, doesn't it? Yes, uh, but I, you know, I don't know what the cost of a, of weed okay. whacking that location would be off the top of my head. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So, 
what happens with you? This pilot project wraps up. Yeah. What's next for you? Well, you know, I signed up for the three years of the pilot. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see what the final report says. And then, you know, uh, from... From here, I'm, I've gained so much valuable experience and, uh, and, and learned so much from this project that I think I'll, I'll, uh, I'll land somewhere, land on my feet after this. Joy, may <laughs> I ask you a, a, a personal question? How old are you? Oh, I am 31 years old. You're 31 years old. Yes. What did you do before you became the GOAT coordinator? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> uh, before I became the GOAT coordinator, I worked at the City of Edmonton for the naturalization program. That's okay. a program that uh, that plants <laughs> native vegetation throughout the city, river valley areas. And In any time when you were growing up as a kid, despite the fact that you grew up kind of in a rural area, did you ever think that you would have goat coordinator on your resume no not at all and you know i i think i really have to make call out to some of the the city general managers yeah these are the folks that really think up these wild ideas and and get pilots like these started and travis kennedy and nicole fraser two people that really really uh propelled this type of program to go forward and and i think that this type of innovative project is really it's been really valuable not only to the public but like to the city as well well it's a different way of thinking and every time we 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 make a change instead of doing the same old same old maybe we're weeding we're putting um uh some sort of fer- well, not fertilizer down but weed killer down that sort of stuff we know a lot of people don't necessarily want that anymore when you look at doing things in a different way at first people are like what the hell is going on here but then when you see it um and i think anytime you can add some animals in there i mean people are going to love it and if it and if it pays off and it's working well and it's saving some money we don't know exactly how you know you know the final line on that is i think that's a good thing I agree with you completely. The amount of public support that we've had through this project, I just have to give a shout out to Edmontonians that that continue to support this project, and I I think it's been a, a great ex- a great project and experience for for Edmonton. Joy uh, Lacken, yes. joining me this mm-hmm. afternoon. She is the goat court, <laughs> the Rundle Park goat coordinator. I don't know why I laugh every time I say it. Uh, hold on a second because I have some text coming in. When we come back, I, I want to ask you um, if by chance you ended up having a favorite goat okay okay hold on uh joy lockin joining me in the studio she is the rundle park uh, goat coordinator for the city of edmonton and and i remember when this posting when the job posting uh first went up a few years back and it went uh it went viral it was getting attention from from around around the world and again i guess one of the things I wanted to clarify and i'd ask you you know were you out there all the time but they weren't out there every day for three months were they no no the goats uh, are on a schedule similar to how you would mow, mow your lawn mm. or something like that um they they manage the weeds the weeds then need some time to grow back up and then they they come back yeah. out and eat them again so they're they're there for about a week to 10 days in june and then back again in july yeah. and then september right now yeah you, you don't want a, a stuffed goat or goat that's you know had too much of the weeds and well, throwing up they do have a lot of work to, to do that the same goats that operate here in edmonton are working in calgary as well as red deer so they're constantly so they're working. traveling all around they're traveling so these guys are superstars now berta oh they're busy do you have it did you have a favorite goat uh, i think i mentioned snowflake earlier. yes yes that, that, that was that was, that was my yours goat. and you know uh, she was she was a young young goat when she started <laughs> i got to see her 
learn the ropes. That's yeah. one thing. You know, when the baby goats are just learning, they're more interested in trying to escape. And then, yeah, yeah. And then they start they start learning with the rest of the herd. And I think I was, uh, at that time, mo- spending the most time with the goats. You know, it was the first year. Oh, yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, that, that would have been my... Yeah, you My know, favorite. this is this is funny because um, this text comes in and says, Hey, Jay, your, your guest is right on with goats and personality. I grew up with goats uh, and says, happy job, question mark. And you've had a huge smile on your face <laughs> this entire this entire time we've been talking. Yes. Some of your other texts coming in this afternoon says, um, did you know a goat that lip syncs is called a Billy Vanilli? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and then this one, Alan Edmonton says, goats are evil. One tried to kill me when I was three or four by knocking me down uh, a tall outside staircase. No lingering effect so far, I think. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you know, you're three or four. Um, and then someone says, okay, that's it. I had to pull, o- pull, uh, pull over while you guys were talking. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> and then this one says, when I took my solo vacation this past year, ended up going to the Kangaroo Creek Farm and they also have goats there while I was filming one a goat while I was filming one goat scratching his horns on the fence another goat literally pickpocketed me he stole my rental car keys one of the staff members had to get them back for me I have never had an experience like that they've never snitched something ne- out of your pocket <laughs> they have never taken my wallet keys I've been safe so oh, there I'll you, keep an eye out now there, there you go now you know uh, Joy Larkin who uh, like I said I think has one of the coolest jobs in the city of Edmonton the, pol- the goat pilot project wrapping up after three years we'll see what's next for you thanks for joining me uh, the smile on your face is incredible what a cool <laughs> experience for you over the past uh, number Number of years. Um, I hope that smile stays on your face, and I hope whatever you end up doing next, whether it's still with this project or whatever, makes you as happy as as this gig seems to have made you happy. Thank you so much. It's been great to be here. Yeah, thanks, Joy. Okay, coolest job, Chedville.